Kyle Style Podcast. Gonna do uh, something kind of quick and dirty on this one. I kind of need to uh, just think out loud a little bit about this uh, roaring lion fire in, uh, well, Ravalli County in the Bitterroot in Montana. And uh, I've, I've watched news stories break on social media and everything else, and I, uh, you know, I follow them. They're usually kind of like distant, you know what I mean? Um, they, they're they're something in, you know, sex attacks in Germany or they're terrorist attacks somewhere or whatever, and it's not actually directly related to me. This one, this one's making me nervous. So when you look at, you know, you see wildfires and you see people trying to. Uh, evacuate and everything and you go man that would really suck well now it's it's kind of it's my family's turn my uh my mom and my stepdad live uh below where the roaring roaring lion creek comes down out of the uh bitterroot mountains there and they live in the valley and looking at this uh insiweb dot nwcg.gov incident site they have a google map with a polygon laid down on top of it of where the fire is and you're looking at it and it's it's about two miles from the road that my my folks live on and sitting here looking at it and refreshing the site and i'm kind of like oh my god did the thing move did it move did it move and you know there's evacuations so so this fire now called the roaring lion fire because it was in uh, kind of in roaring lion creek started uh july 31st and i'll include in the post here a uh, there's a time lapse video that shows you just like how fast this thing sprung up it just like it just flared up I'm not quite sure what started it, but it just bloomed, and it spread over, well, probably 5,000 acres before it's all said and done. There's forest service, uh, forest fighters, or uh, firefighters, they're bringing in, you know, helicopters, and um, they've been dumping fire retardants. They've got bulldozers they use to, uh, you know, dig fire lines and all that to try to at least channel it away from homes and got 500 homes evacuated. Last I saw, it was something like 14 uh, homes had burned and one older, I think, gentleman had a heart attack while being uh, while being evacuated. So, no deaths so far aside from a heart attack and you know, this this is a rural area, so you're not gonna have like the mass evacuations the way you probably would in uh, maybe a, a larger city, like when one of these kind of rampages through the outskirts of L.A. or something like that. But uh, yeah, it's uh, you know a couple miles, about five miles southwest of Hamilton, Montana, and I'll try to maybe embed this this map here, but. Uh, 
yeah, I'm getting a little nervous. You know, you just you look at this uh, this fire just creeping, creeping, creeping towards where you know several generations of my family have lived, and there's a you know a house there that is more modern that my mom and stepdad have renovated and turned into like a, just a beautiful house out there, and then there's a another one that's uh we call them bungalows because they have a kind of bungalow style design to them and the other one is uh older it's like you know 100 years old at this point and they they actually rent that one out as an airbnb or started doing that recently anyway and uh you know they you're watching that fire creep towards that and you know kind of flashing back to all the Christmases and things that happened there and all the work that they've done to, you know, turn it into this, like, just beautiful little piece of property out there. And, uh, they're, uh, I mean, I don't live over there now, so I'm kind of just sending them little bits of information that I can dig up online and calling the information line and everything and trying to get info on what direction the fire might be traveling in and what the wind speeds are doing and wind direction and trying to, man, just feel like it's going to be okay. It's going to be okay, you know, keeping your fingers and toes crossed. But, you know, there's, like I said, they've got bulldozers out there. They've got helicopters dropping water buckets. There's something like, according to this website, there's 201 personnel right now means 201 firefighters out there evacuating people uh putting out spot fires you know because these fires rain down especially from the higher elevations they rain down burning embers everywhere that start smaller fires so you got trucks going around putting out smaller fires and everything and you they, they can try to do their best do their best but you know you're talking about like you know thousands of acres that this fire encompasses and you don't even just because you're not next right next to the fire also doesn't mean that you want to be near it because smoke is intense and um the temperature goes up drastically as you get closer to it so you know called the information line and uh it sounded like uh <laughs> sounded like a classic uh older bitter rooter answers the phone and he's like i was like oh i'm wondering what the what the temperature the wind speeds are, are doing right now and he, he's like oh I'll, I'll go outside and take a look <laughs> he's like oh, i'll just peek my head out he's like well it looks like it's kind of holding steady there's temperature inversion and the flags aren't moving so that's the <laughs> that's the weather report that you're gonna get if you call that uh, information line so here we are you know it started you know in the afternoon i think of uh july 31st now here we are august 2nd and uh kind of kept thinking oh maybe some rain will come or maybe it'll uh maybe the winds will shift and nope it just keeps keeps on marching but it seems to have been holding steady the last couple of hours and you know i'll start repeating myself and rambling a little bit it's like man like you watch a news story unfold sometimes and you go man that's terrible and it's just you're really disconnected from it but this particular instance i'm watching this you know, I'm looking at a polygon on a Google map that they, you know, keep adjusting based on the information they have and watching it creep closer and closer to kind of your ancestral home and 
man, like you're you're invested in the story now, and uh, there, you know, there's kind of that. There's other homes that have already burned, and these are other people that my family know that live in the valley there, and uh, you just kind of you kind of you know it's sucks to be them kind of a thing and you hope that it doesn't hit your family's home and maybe the winds will be in our favor and it'll it'll stay steady and it won't uh won't burn because it, it's going uh so you have to understand some of the geography a little bit so it's like the the mountains are a big long chain that run north south right it's basically like the foothills of the rockies and the fire is moving from the mountains east because, of course, the winds kind of come out of the mountains and they move east. And it's pushing the fire to the east. Now you have the Bitterroot River runs up and down the valley. Odds are, you know, probably wouldn't uh, be able to jump the river. Um, but you never know. You know, fires jump rivers and roads and all that. But um, that's part of what they're, uh, these crews are trying to do. They're trying to contain the fire so that it doesn't hit, uh, well, Hamilton. <laughs> a whole town could burn down if uh, it got all the way there. And, you know, they, they went straight to, uh, like, a stage two alert, which is begin evacuations, you know. And, you know, talking to my folks, they, uh, you know, gathered their most uh, important belongings and hightailed it out of there and... Last I talked to them, they were having beers and lunch and kind of drowning their sorrows because no one knows what's going to happen. You know, it's uh, comes down to those those firefighters and that equipment that they've got. Helicopters dropping water buckets and and just kind of holding the line, you know. And, uh, damn, Roaring Lion Fire, you son of a bitch. And, you know, looking at the cause of the, of the fire, it could be, could have been a careless camper or backpacker started a fire. Could have been, I don't know, kind of, it could have kind of been anything, you know. Somebody, you know, set off a firework or something up there. You never know what it is that starts one of these things. But, man, that thing bloomed up fast and, uh, I'm urging you to, to watch that time lapse of that thing because it went from a little plume of smoke to an entire mountain on fire in, well, a couple hours. And there's a couple of those, uh, there's a couple of those valleys going up into the mountains there, canyons rather, that have roads and, and stuff that you can fairly easily access. Like Blodgett Canyon, I think, is the next canyon north of where, uh, this uh, fire started but uh you can't easily get up there necessarily maybe it's forest service roads or something like that and uh you can't get firefighters in there to even battle it you certainly can't get like fire trucks in there uh the helicopters and uh and the airplanes they use that tend to they either drop water or they drop that fire retardant and it's um Man, and to top it all off, uh, my uncle, who was a Bitterroot mechanic, pilot, 
uh, redneck madman who was hilarious and great. He died last, uh, well, back in, I think, March it was. And we scheduled the memorial for, <clears throat> well, not this Saturday, the 6th, but the 13th. So, two weeks, basically. It was supposed to be his uh, memorial. And we may have even more to be sad about, depending on what the winds do to us. So, I just wanted to, uh, I don't know, worry out loud a little bit and maybe draw a little bit of attention here. So, um, I haven't been able to find anything necessarily. Um, you know, Red Cross is apparently set up over there and there's, uh, there's a temporary shelter being offered at a couple churches in Hamilton there and the fairgrounds are being used to uh, house uh, livestock that have been able to be evacuated as well. So uh, make sure to check out the blog here. I'll try to include some links and things and uh, maybe you can uh, uh, maybe donate a few dollars to the American Red Cross, uh, possibly like Ravalli County Emergency Services, something like that. And uh, I'll include the link here to this website that has the map, the uh, fire and everything. I understand. It's not necessarily a huge, you know, this isn't a world-changing event, but, man, you watch that polygon. Look where it's sort of splashed down. It just kind of washes over everything, flowing downhill. And when you know that it's headed straight for your ancestral home, man, you start to get, start to get nervous. Yeah, so anyways, this might be just a little quick, dirty one. This is just Kyle rambling. So, you know, Kyle-style podcast. Uh, I guess on this one I'd say don't go to the redbubble.com slash uh, people slash Kyle-style design and buy one of my pieces of art. Uh, don't support this podcast. Go to one of the Red Cross links or uh, maybe Ravalli County uh, Emergency Services and donate the money to them throw them a couple bucks so that they can uh, help uh, you know stay ready and trained in you know year round right because the only reason they're able to respond to these fires quickly is because they have uh, they've got people on staff and they've got people who've been trained and they're able to uh, get them out there and get them emergency pay and all that kind of stuff and keep them fed and watered and keep them in the fight you know so Kyle style podcast thanks for listening Check out the links. Uh, Roaring Lion Fire. Kind of uh, holding steady at the moment, but could spring back into action later in the evening as the fires or the winds change direction and speed. And hopefully, Kyle Styles' mum and pop's house is not consumed by fire. Ugh. Uh, gotta find something positive to think about. Thanks for listening. Bye.